Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox's picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would have thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church, I like bleach Man, Ryu had this Stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks for the roof. I heard you from what that's got. This is 10% luck, 20% luck. Hello, Friday. I've been waiting you for a long time. You just saved me. When my life came crumbling down. Welcome into a Justin Acre and Wes Moore free zone. Christian Weaver here hosting the show today, along with Steve Sullivan, legendary Steve Sullivan. I don't know about that. And <laughs> legendary preacher, pigskin preacher. Well, semi-legendary. <laughs> yeah, you know, they asked me what I was thinking about about the show today. I said Sully's going to be there. Christian is going to be there. I said this is going to be good. And 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 Justin and Wes are not going to be there, which it just gets better and better. I'm know. the backup to the backup. You know, you're a good you're a good friend to those clowns stepping in while they're out of out of state, gallivanting around, you know, moonlighting. So I'm glad you're here, brother. It's but, like Decklebaum got scratched and they're like, We yeah, need you, Steve. I'm channeling my Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady said he was what, the backup quarterback on a winless ninth grade team. Yikes. He was seventh string at Michigan and fourth string with the Patriots. Yikes. Told his buddy, he said, um, he told him when I got the Patriots job, when I would get the Patriots job, I would never give it up. Prophetic there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting when Brady was at Michigan because all these Michigan fans engage in revisionist history. Oh, when Brady was there, he was great. I'm like, if he was so great, how come he didn't see the field until his fourth yeah, year? Yeah, that crazy? And, and he went sixth round. And yeah. he wasn't as good there as Drew Henson. Now, that sounds like sacrilege to say because, you know, he's gone yeah. on to be on Mount Rushmore and everything. But in college, he wasn't that good. He, yeah. he wasn't. He has a big, long-form interview out, and he talked about, you know, what he would do when he was first at a, you know, a practice. And he said he'd always watch the first-team guy. And he went to Michigan. And I think I think Greasy, I forget who it was. Greasy was there. Dreisbach yeah. was in front of him. And there he said he watched Greasy throw yeah. and said, I throw better than him. Yeah. So in his mind, he didn't throw better than Drew Henson. Yeah, and Henson uh, if Henson had stayed in football, I think he would have been an, an NFL all-timer. But, you know, he kept going back and yeah. forth between baseball and yeah. football. You just can't do that. One thing you learn in that long-form interview is the killer mentality Brady had. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, it's almost not healthy. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, he was that much of a, a, a gunner when he lined up across from you. He had no friends on other teams. Nope. And he, I don't think he can stand the current culture, especially in the NBA, Christian, where they're buddy-buddy before the right. game and after the game. Uh, he said he didn't even associate with the guys who were on his team previously that went to another team. Wow. They were the enemy. I'm reading a book right now about Elon Musk. It just came out a week ago by Walter Isaacs, and Musk is that way. 
It's just, you know, kill or be killed. Everything is just a yeah. zero-sum game, and the guy's ruthless. I mean, Now he's killing Twitter. <laughs> oh, great point. He pretty much is, isn't yeah. he? And he wasted, now, what's what, his end game there? Billion? I really don't know. Like, no. What did he buy it for, $44 billion, okay. and now it's only worth 20 or something? This is what's going on. I didn't understand this until yesterday I got to this part of the book. I thought, what a stupid decision. Why are you wasting all this money? You got SpaceX. You got Tesla. You, know, yeah. you were at PayPal, all the other stuff. This is why he got... This is why he got Twitter, information, all of these things. Now he owns all this stuff. He is convinced that with AI and interplanetary space travel, that this information is going to be worth something. He couldn't care less about Twitter. It's not anything about that. It's about stockpiling information. That's what he's doing. So okay, well, that's anyway. the guy you want running Twitter that cares nothing about Twitter. He really or, or doesn't. X. He just wants information. <laughs> he he's looking to the future when the yeah. androids take over, and he is their leader. Yeah. So, how how yeah. do you weigh in on the Sam Pittman uh, discarding Twitter? Well, here's the thing. Basil said it really well the other day. He said if you're if you're the head hog and making all this money, you're yeah. kind of the de facto dude in the state. You got to be a little less thin-skinned about yeah. all this. I but mean, think about you know I always think about everyone's different and yeah. everyone's path is different. Think this guy for like twenty years was mm-hmm. the lovable offensive line coach, mm-hmm. who was old school and probably had never been on Twitter. Yeah, it, I, I tell you, I had, I had evidence last year that he had really never experienced Twitter because he went after a guy with like eight followers. <laughs> 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 that I mean, that was it, and. If you are bothered to that point, yeah. to that degree, exactly. I say, hey, we need you, you know. Well, I'm just surprised he's the one even handling it. Yeah, Why yeah, doesn't he have yeah, somebody just handling it? Yeah, but that's his, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and he has a saying, he, he t- says all the time, a problem is a problem until you take care of it. This is obviously been festering, and then when they... Mm-hmm. They lost to Brigham Young. He probably read things on there <laughs> that he didn't think, man, did people say this stuff on Twitter? Yeah. And uh, it bugged him. And I think he wanted to get out there and get it out that he thinks is not right. And, you know, and bang, that thing exploded. Well, people love, you know, he was the lovable offensive lineman, like you said. Yeah. People that, love that, That's guys, gone now. Yeah. People yeah. love guys like that. Yeah. Until you start losing games. Yeah. And then they hate that. Yeah. So Sully's... Uh, Fellow Bostonian John F. Kennedy famously said after the Bay of Pigs debacle, he quoted Mussolini's son-in-law, Galeazzo Ciano, who said, Victory has a hundred fathers, but defeat is an orphan. In other words, when you're winning, you're great and you're lovable and you're folksy. When you lose, people start getting uh like, snarky and when, yeah. angry and that's what's happened it, 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 twitter is a can be a hateful space oh yeah oh yeah absolutely, absolutely. any social media can yeah, yeah. Um, but when i you think say they're things, kinder on instagram probably <laughs> they show more pictures twitter's not so much about pictures yeah. it's it's like i can't stand you how are you employable you know yeah that's kind like of like when stuff. you say things like samolytic don't believe in analytics i believe in samolytics and stuff like yeah. that it's like if you're winning games, yeah, that's it's right. cool, but when yeah, you're yeah. not, it's like, come on, man. That's it. When you go shotgun from the four-yard yeah. line. And With a 250-pound quarterback, they're going to second-guess yeah. you. They just are. You know, it's, that's a, look, that's why you're getting paid $5 million a year. Yeah, you okay? think about these games coming up, and you know, th- people think about programs, and I think about the coaches. If, if, if Sam Pittman loses this week, that's three straight. Mm-hmm. Now, and the next few weeks. Don't but think if Jimbo Fisher loses... I mean, people at A and M are saying, "Here we go again." They're you sick know, of him yeah, already. I mean, I mean, here uh, we go it. again. I mean, the, the promise of greatness—he has a good year, and, and and now it's just average football. You're losing to Arkansas. They didn't hire you to go seven and five, Jimbo. Yeah, That's yeah. right. And, and they're the seven-point favorite. You know. So how do you think this game is going to unfold? What 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 do you, what's your thought about? Uh, we're we're going to pick games later, by the way. Oh okay. yeah, yeah my, my fear with Arkansas is you can't make a living on broken plays, and you have bad tackles. Right. And you know, and, and you go as KJ goes, and he was great last week. He was. Uh, I mean, I mean, I thought LSU was precision. Uh, KJ was like backyard football. He was point pressure on. Mm-hmm. He stays so calm. But I don't know if that's a long-term plan for success to have your quarterback 
ad-libbing all the time. And I think those tackles have to be good against Texas A&M. Agreed. They got, they got a good defensive line. Listen, Arkansas found a star last week. I mean, has as a yeah. tight end. This kid's going to be an All-American. He looked fa- he, he looked fantastic. Yeah, something he did on that one ad-lib play where KJ was rolling out to the right and kind of pointing and has was even with the defender. He leaked past him. And, you know, you don't have freshmen do that. That's interesting. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have seniors do that. Absolutely right. Yeah. It, you know what he did, and we got this on camera, and yeah. I think this is a good thing, and, and I don't think he was sick, but he threw up before the game on the field. And I think it was because of nerves. Probably. Because I think this game means that much to this kid. Yeah. And have you seen him? He's a rough-looking dude. He is. Kind of country dude. Yes. Bixby, Oklahoma. I mean, that, Absolutely. What a lovable guy. This guy plays old-school tight end. He's got great hands, and um, uh, I, I think he was just a great pickup and you talk about arkansas you got to make a living mm-hmm. getting your best players from other states mm-hmm. uh, kj jefferson mississippi uh rockets from georgia and now you got uh Oakey. has from oklahoma because you're not producing the wow players mm-hmm. from arkansas Just you, you are in basketball that's right but not in football but you got to get those guys and props to the coaches uh i think it was chad morris that got kj but rocket yeah. sanders yeah. and and has you got to get those guys that are three, three and a half, or four stars from out of states and Coke bang, them up. they right. blow up. You That's know. Right. So today on the show, we're going to be talking to Quint Cerner here at ten thirty oh, about wow. the uh, yes about the Arkansas game and the NFL this weekend. We're going to be talking to Tom Murphy at eleven about the Arkansas game, of course. Uh, and then in the final hour, we'll have Philip Martin on to tell us about what to watch this weekend in the movies. And John Neighbors will also join us. So yeah, that sounds like a good show, Christian. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so our question of the day today involves Arkansas versus Texas A&M. Uh, the last I saw, it was on ESPN. I'm not sure if it's the line still, but I said Arkansas takes on Texas A&M tomorrow with the line set at A&M six. I don't know if the line moved. Yeah, at seven. But what happens tomorrow? Aggies win and cover. Aggies win, don't cover, or Hogs win. Seventy. 73% of people are saying the Hogs win this one. Yeah, I don't even feel like it's... Well, that's 73%. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what that says? People are still believing in optimistic. the team. Yes, and that's good. And, you know, this is a game I felt leaving that stadium for like four or five years that we lost. And you that should, the, you that the better won. team yeah. lost. Absolutely. So there's no, like, angst about A&M's that much better than Arkansas from previous games. Mm-hmm. It's let's take care of business and let's make that kick. Instead of it, yeah. we get the one that hits the crossbar and bounces out, not the one that bounces in. You know, that's where we were last let's year. Let's not have a 99-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Yeah. Let's not yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that uh, that changed the season. You know, you talk about one play just, you know, ruining your mojo. That was it. Well, and the guy that I was afraid of last year is now with the Dolphins. A-chain was unbelievable. Yeah. And I don't think they have a running back as good as that. Here's what I'm worried about. I think Arkansas's offense discovered something last week. Yeah. I think they'll score points. I'm nervous about that secondary. Petrino's been watching film and thinking, hmm, yeah. I think we have some guys back there we can exploit. Well, and are they going to give up big plays? That, that's, hey, talk about angry men. Do you don't think he wants this game? Oh. He had them beaten last year. Well, now he's well, got he a lousy roster. roster. Yeah. Hey, that, hey my right. fear is, and I may be dreaming something up, mm. that his influence on Max Johnson, he looked really good last week. Maybe that was Auburn. Mm. I don't know. They didn't, you know, his, the, the MO on Max Johnson is he's good till he gets a little pressure. He's the guy who famously, and I love the move, he was being pushed back on second and two. He went like 20 yards back, and he tried a behind-the-back pass. <laughs> <laughs> he will take chances. He will throw it up and give his receivers a chance to make the play. Right. He, he, will, he will do things that you know are not safe. And I wonder how much the Bobby influence will – I hope it has been very little. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope what he's ingrained in him for his three years previously will rule on Saturday, but I worry about the, the yeah. Petrino influence. These are the things you worry about during the week. You know, you worry about Bobby Petrino, rightfully so. We shall see, as they say. Last night in the NFL, your Detroit Lions, Pigskin Preacher, looked really good against the Packers winning 34-20. Christian, I, I, I guess I'm officially on the bandwagon, but 60 years of Lions fandom does something to a person. It's like PTSD because they've been so historically bad. Well, yeah, I've only had 27 years of Washington. And you don't even know the Redskins have actually won Super Bowls. Not when I was alive. Yeah, but but they've won them. So I looked at my wife, and they had just put a blitzkrieg on the Packers. And I said, 
I don't want to jinx this, but are these guys actually good? She said, I think they are. And uh, there you go. I went to one Detroit playoff game, and they won. Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Jerry Jones. Uh, you can say what you want to say about Jerry Jones, but he used to own Channel 4, mm-hmm. part of mm-hmm. Channel 4. After their first year, when they won one game, our owners were his buddies. They said, you, you, you need to go down there and do two or three pieces on them. We stayed two days. He said, can you stay three days? We stayed three days. When they made it to the first playoff game, he called the station and he said, well, we're going to fly Sully and a photographer to Detroit. And it was the loudest I'd ever been in a stadium. Silverdome. Oh, crazy. my God. Those fans are great. Detroit have, has great fans. The Lions have good fans. Yeah. They've just yeah. been so long. They're beaten down. They're beaten down. Yeah. They are. Yeah, that's, it's, that's, it, that's good. You won't see that in many other sports where mm-hmm. with, with the, the the climate it is with baseball and the way they do their salary tax and everything. But mm-hmm. um, it's great for the NFL to see someone like Detroit and a coach who people were making fun of after his hard knocks, right. Dan yeah. Campbell. Kneecap biters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the one thing about hard knocks uh, or any of those things. Uh, you don't have to like the team, but when they go, when they put a microscope on them mm-hmm. and they make them human, you kind of like yeah, them. Yeah, I, I kind of followed Detroit after that. I was looking for DeAndre Swift. I was looking for that other back that, that went free agent that was yeah, had such a great touchdown guy, had great personality. Yeah. The defensive coordinator yelling at the offensive coordinator during scrimmages. I mean, it was uh, it was good TV. And now they're winning. Hey, listen, I, I'm thrilled about Brian Branch. I hope his injury isn't anything bad. He came out of the game twice last night. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a great, great football player. How about Jerry Jacobs? Yeah, yeah. And two interceptions good. last night. Hey, what Only a great story! In Arkansas. Yeah, he went to Arkansas in a couple he, games, and he quit. Yeah, <laughs> and you usually think a path for that guy is not going to be good. And I, I, I give Sam Pittman props here. He quit in like game three mm-hmm. when he was looking for a a pro day to go to. Arkansas allowed him to go to their pro day. Well, that's decent, and up, that man. probably opened the door yeah. for him to get in the NFL. And he's going to remember that. Mm-hmm. You know what bad thoughts he may have had about Arkansas. Uh, it probably changed that day when Pittman said, and he could have held a grudge and mm-hmm. said, uh, no, you can't work out at our pro day. But well, Most coaches would have. Probably. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's going to pay off. It paid off for Jerry Jacobs, and I think it'll bode well for Arkansas in the future if he continues to have success. And, wow, he's yeah. been he's he started like three years now for, for the Detroit. And that just shows you in the NFL, they don't care about these contracts. If you're, if you're the best guy, you're going to play. At least Detroit, you're going to play. So Jacobs is playing, and Jeff Okuda – whom they used the wasted the fourth pick in the first round on a couple years ago is now on his second team sitting the bench. Yep. So that's it. Yeah. You can play, you'll play. Yeah. If you can't play, it doesn't matter. Well, it's great to have an organization like that. It is. You know, and the it Patriots is. were like that in their prime when you think of Tom Brady taking the job from Drew Bledsoe after he just signed a mega contract. It's called a meritocracy, boys. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but it doesn't ex- you know, usually in uh college football especially, you know, if they if they spend the money, you know, on a, on now and these yeah. on these NIL portal stuff, guys, sure. they're going to give them their their shot. Michigan was always terrible about that under Lloyd Carr. It was a seniority system. If you were a fourth or fifth year guy, you would play. Yeah. Never mind the fact that the first or second year guy's better. Yeah, they would always play. You know, the, the guy that had the seniority, which that's not what great teams do. That's great for Arkansas that they noticed real fast how good Luke has was. He's in there. That's it. I mean, freshman, he's a true freshman, getting a lot of snaps. Absolutely. And uh, props to them. You know, they could have. Put, they've got a couple portal guys in that position. They could have gone with the older guy at the yeah. tight end, and they went with Haz. Mm-hmm. That's it. We'll take a few calls here before we uh, go to the break and get Clint Sterner. Chuck, you're on. What you want to talk about? I'm glad, y- I'm glad y'all came back to Brady because that's what I was calling about. I don't think anyone, I think Pigskin Preacher will back this up. I don't think anyone had the inside scoop on Brady like Razorback fans. It's in the 99 Citrus Bowl. We were winning by 10. It just hurt Drew Henson and thought we had the game in hand, and in comes Brady who carves us up. So I, I was zero shocked to see Brady take Bledsoe's job after he got hurt because I'd already seen the first act of that play. The funny thing about Carr with Brady, Carr always wanted to put Brady under center and lumber backwards, hand the ball off to Anthony Thomas, and the offense was going nowhere. Carr famously said that year, we'll run the ball or we'll die trying. Uh, Sorry that he sounded like Hank Hill, but that's kind of what he sounded like. But when he would put Brady in the shotgun and spread four receivers out wide, Brady was magic. And Brady was in the wrong offense at Michigan, and that's all it was. And then he gets under Belichick, and they kind of build something around him, and you see how great the guy was. Yeah, Crazy. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. I'm not shocked. I still hate him because of what he did to us. But he is, he is probably, That's a real fan right there. <laughs> it's easy to hate Tom Brady. It's been 20 years. Yeah. I mean, anybody who wins yeah. as much as he did. And, oh, uh, man. Too much of everything. Too good looking. Yeah. You know, his wives are too good looking. Yeah. Too much money. You know. Yeah, but if you watch that interview with him, he's not a sane man. You could tell he, that, that <laughs> anger. You know, He was different, and mm-hmm. he was different on the field. All right, Michael Jordan's like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, remembering slights from junior high, I'm like, dude, yeah. you're worth three billion dollars. Yeah. You know, let it go. Yeah, it's yeah. like Brady said he would like uh, envision an official and say that guy's evil. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris May was watching that and saying, "Whoa!" He said, "This guy's different." At least he didn't say that about Walt Coleman, who gifted him yeah. his first Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, who was it? Michael Jordan talked about it as Hall of Fame speech. Oh, he talked about everybody. He went back with settling yeah. old score. And that coach that cut me yeah. in my sophomore, I'm like, dude, you know, let it go. You're yeah. in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah. Yes. You're okay. And Craig Elo, how dare he thinks he can guard me? I'm like, Michael, yeah. you made the winning shot over him, okay? We recognize this. All right, JW, what's up, man? Hey, guys. So I'm glad y'all hit on Pittman about the Twitter thing. So let me ask you something. I've counted up around 13 games that we lost. We are 9-9 nine and nine in the past 18 games, okay? I think he needs to quit reading Twitter and learn how to coach. Get a book <laughs> and start reading. Because, I mean, seriously, we have the horses to compete with anybody. We're still losing the same amount of games that we lost last year by one possession or whatever. We're still doing the bonehead play or play calling or management. Well, I think you learn. Okay. Yeah, I think you learn okay. as you go on. You know, the one thing. Um, that there you go. That's what I'm getting at. The, you learn as you go. The one thing we're, Chris. We're not learning anything. Yeah, the one thing Chris Bear did at uh, Little Rock that I thought was interesting. He had Adams do his substituting at Little Rock. He didn't handle substituting I didn't know because that. he got too in, in, engrossed in the game right. that he trusted Adams to make. I think as and one thing Pittman's done pretty well, almost to a fault. He has trusted his coordinators mm-hmm. you know that's I, what i'm getting at i, th- I think as i think as a coach as sam Pittman, he'd rather get under center on the goal line because he's an old school guy right. but you know these, they're in these, the shotgun so yeah right. because that's what you know enos and you know Bryles believe and i think the offense is good I, I, the line obviously has yeah. been a bit sketchy this year the thing i still am worried about is the defense i just don't know yeah. if they can cover the pass hey, I, well, I don't know let, 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 you play all these close games. Listen to these close games. All these close games. You think two years ago when they won nine games, they won them. Mm-hmm. And then kind of evens out last year, That's it. they lost them. And if you look at that Texas A&M game, it's almost like the football gods. You're driving in for the touchdown. Then you have your first bad snap of the game. I mean, it comes out of nowhere. It wouldn't have needed the field goal on that last drive. Last year, the Minnesota Vikings won their division because they won every close game, all these one-score games. This year, they're 0-3. Hey, but what you can't do, the games that really kill you, you can't lose to Liberty on your home field. You can't 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 lose to to Brigham Young on your home field. You know, and and that wasn't the same team last week that played Brigham Young. It was not. You know, that's why I wonder, (laughs) what are we going to see this week? I just don't know. Don't know. Thanks for the call, JW. Yeah, but it is frustrating. Like last year, you know, the one the one stat that's good and bad for Sam Pittman is the last two and a half years he's only been out of two games in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Two years ago it was Georgia when that was a super Georgia team and blew yeah, them out. Yeah. Last year it was Mississippi State without KJ. Mm-hmm. But every other game they've in, been the in the game. fourth quarter they've had a chance to mm-hmm. win. And they've lost more games than they've won in that period of time. So, I mean, that's frustrating. When you're, when you're there to get the game and you can't get it. That's why a lot of people, I wrote a semi-positive blog about, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a homer anyway, but a semi-positive blog about last week because I was happy they were competitive. Right. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, you're happy with the loss? You know, that's a loser mentality, you know. Yeah. And that's the, there were positives to take away, yeah. even from a loss. Well, they just look so much yeah, better they than they looked the previous three weeks. I don't like how... We went into BYU weekend and said you can't like you cannot lose this game on your home field. Yeah. And then afterwards, there were people saying, "Oh, that BYU team was actually pretty good." It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, we shouldn't have. No, lost. no, and that's uh, the you know the one thing about it too is you have an incredible atmosphere in Fayetteville, but for some reason, it hasn't translated into you know a hostile environment to uh, play in. Mm-hmm. You know, like Bo Nix came in there and he looked like the Bo Nix. We're seeing it Oregon now. We got yeah. a preview. His one great game at Auburn was against Arkansas in Fayetteville. But you haven't seen that 
you know, and that's the next step, I think, almost like Houston Nut was in Little Rock, where you, mm-hmm. where you think you can't be beaten on your home mm-hmm. field. All right, stay tuned. We'll have Quint Sterner on the other side. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves' home in Central Arkansas is 106.7 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves, only on 106.7 Buzz 2. Sports Center. Another week where every D1 team in the state of Arkansas is in action this Saturday. It all starts at 11 a.m. as the Arkansas Razorbacks head on down to Arlington at Jerry's World to take on the Texas A&M Aggies in the Southwest Classic. 11 a.m. kickoff for that game once again. Pre-game coverage begins right here on 103.7 The Buzz at 7 a.m. You can also catch that game on the SEC Network. Then at 2.30 on 106.7 Buzz 2 with the Arkansas State Red Wolves taking on the UMass Minutemen. Arkansas State looks to make it three straight wins as they head to Amherst, Mass. Then at 4 o'clock, Arkansas Pine Bluff hosts Southern. And finally, UCA travels to Utah to take on the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. You can also catch that game on 106.7 Buzz 2 as well. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelson. Some people are born for more. More fun. More freedom. More excitement. Some people are born and see the future before it's here. They see the GV70 for its best in class and top rating by Edmonds. They see the G90, Motor Trends Car of the Year. What were you born for? The all-new Genesis of Conway. The future of luxury. Today. Justin Ankry for my friends at Guadagni Chevrolet in Jacksonville, where they are going above and beyond the competition to cancel unwanted loans and leases. This is something you need to pay attention to, especially if you happen to be upside down in your vehicle, with their Guadagni exclusive loan and lease termination program. You do not want to miss the opportunity to get out of the vehicle you don't want and into the one you do want at Guadagni Chevrolet. During September, everybody gets approved. Plus, Guadagni Chevrolet knows that you could benefit from having no car payments for the rest of the year, so that's what they're offering as well. So, how about New Silverados at 0% with approved credit. One of the offers, 2.1% on 2023 Equinox and on all new cars, no payments for the rest of 2023. They are running a little short on pre-owned vehicles, so right now if you got a trade, you're going to get maximum value at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. See all of their selection, new and pre-owned, at GuadneyChevrolet.com and get out there and take advantage of no payments until 24, 0% on Silverados and great financing options on Equinox and find out more about the loan and lease termination program at Guadney. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network.
down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Turner throws. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. This Clint Sterner, he's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Welcome in, Clint. You're joining me, Steve Sullivan, and Pigskin Preacher, no Justin or no Wes, on a Friday during football season. Come on now. I love it, man. They, they, uh, they left the pen open, didn't they? Let's get it, boys. <laughs> hey, talk about a guy who had an edge playing. Yes. <laughs> We're on the air with him now. <laughs> You know, I told Clint about a month ago, I, I didn't realize this until I watched the game, the Citrus Bowl, when Clint and Brady were going mano a mano. That last interception that Michigan got a pick six on, that was not Clint's fault. He hit the dude in the hands and he and he bobbled it and he dropped it. Clint, I think you should be exonerated from that. You had nothing to do with that pick six. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. Go ahead and knock that one off off the list, man. I, I, <laughs> starting the segment up like that—that's beautiful. Anybody else got any more suggestions about knocking sacks and fumbles and interceptions off the off the resume? I Let need to know. do that I'm with saying. sermons, Clint. I mean, that sermon I preached—that was a clunker. Just uh, strike that from the record and forget it happened. <laughs> there, there now, I was go. thinking of you Never last happened. night watching our boy Dan Campbell. Man, he's biting kneecaps. He's got him going. Pretty exciting. Yeah, man. Look, I, I really look. I'm biased. I'll admit. I, I like Dan Campbell. I, I spent I crossed paths with him in, in my short stint in the NFL, and, and he's a, a Texas A&M kid, so, so spent some time in Texas. And I mean, I, I'm biased. Um, but but my time around Dan, I just he is he is you know what we all now know he is he's a little bit off his rocker when it comes to <laughs> to, uh, to addressing the media and motivating his team. But but I knew from jump that that it was going to play in the locker room, right? I mean, it, it, there's just there's something about that that former player that's a leader of men, mm-hmm. that's extremely authentic, um, and and he is he takes care of his guys. He's passionate, super emotional. We've all seen the the uh, the, the clips that have gone viral, but it's real, man. And when yes, it's sir. authentic, it plays it plays from from. It doesn't matter where you're from. Doesn't matter. Uh, what you look like, man, it just plays. And, and it's good to see that, that uh, organization rocking and rolling. You, I mean, look, you look at Jared Goff, man. You talk about a guy that I understand why. Um, I understand why uh, L.A. moved on from, from him. That's fine. If you don't like the guy, you don't feel like he's the leader to take you back to another Super Bowl, that's fine. But when, you, when you're when you a quarterback and, and you've taken a team to a Super Bowl, that shouldn't be dismissed or minimized in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. And so it's good to see Jared Goff land on his feet and appear to be having an organization three and one moving in the right direction. In their defense, they did bring in Matt Stafford and win a Super Bowl pretty much immediately. Yeah, it worked. In out their defense, okay. but uh, now yeah, it's not. Look, now it, it's it, not too at, great. At the time, yeah, now it's look, not brother. Too great. At the time, if, if you've got a chance to upgrade, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't have. I don't have to agree with anybody. I've, I've, I've come up with this. My, my short stint in the media here, man. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't need to agree with people. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I, we can argue all day long on my opinion. I don't need to agree. I just if I can see the method to the madness, right? Then you know, okay, we can we can you know cuss and discuss and move on. Like I understand why they moved on. They could upgrade right now in the moment at quarterback with Matthew Stafford. Now in a year, Matthew Stafford got injured, mm-hmm. and and now they're not very good, and he's going to be out of the league in a year. And Jared Goff may be playing his best ball and have Detroit making runs into the playoffs. At that point in time, you look back and you go. Well, it was a good move because they won a Super Bowl, but damn, it'd be nice to have Jared Goff Absolutely. in uh, yeah. L.A. So, All we'll right. see. So, let's cut to the chase. Arkansas versus Texas A&M. What do you think happens, Clint? Well, it's always a good game. That, that's that's the beauty about it. It's kind of like LSU and Arkansas, man. You can take all the box scores and the stat sheets and rankings and all that and just throw it out the window. I think it's going to be a really good football football game. I think it's going to be tight the way you slice it. Um, but I, I, I believe now we've, we've seen two different Arkansas teams. Um, I, I believe that if the Arkansas team that, that showed up against LSU 
if, if that team shows up, they'll beat they'll beat uh, they'll beat them. Who needs this more? Uh, Who do you think needs this more? Do you think Sam Pittman or Jimbo Fisher? Ooh, man, boy, you, you, that's a tough question right there. So you come out of the gates hot, man. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think either one of them. Uh, let's let's say this: it it'll be the start of what I think will be real hot seat. The guy may not survive the year conversation. Wow! If, if look, if if Arkansas starts two and three with a loss to BYU and A and M beats us again, I think the noise around Sam Pittman gets loud. If Jimbo Fisher loses to Arkansas after losing to Miami in a in a year where I think his his seat legitimately was warm, if not hot, to start the season, um, I, I think he's got real problems in, in College Station. They're already talking about they got the money to buy him out if he doesn't make this thing happen. The fan base is starting to turn on him. I'm, I'm mm. in the middle of it down here. The fan base is starting to turn on him, and uh, boy, he's hoping Bob Petrino can save his tail. I don't. I'm, I'm not calling for Pittman's job or anything, but do you think there's any chance that if it just we fall off the wagon wheel or the wagon that Pittman's gone after this year? Any chance? Oh, I think there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, I, I think there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, you, you had your senior quarterback coming back, you recruited well, you, you, the transfer portal did was money. You had to hire a new offensive coordinator. Um, you got an All-American running back in the backfield. Um, if wheels come off of this thing, which I said before the season started, and again, I, I think some, some folks uh, may have picked that up and ran with it a little bit, but I, I, it, this is either going to be a nine-win team or, or, or a three-win team. Wow! And if the wheels come off, if the wheels come off of this thing, um, and, and they continue, look, some of the decisions that were made the first three weeks of the season, and I don't need this isn't speculating. Hell, we 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 heard Sam Pittman talk about, oh, the plan was to not run run KJ Jefferson like that bit them in the tail. That yeah. cost them yeah. a three and zero start. That cost them a three and one start to the season. And if it, if that kind of thing continues, guys, I just don't know how you, I don't know how you survive it, man. I, I I don't. I mean, I hate that's the way that's where we're at in college football. But right now, with with uh, with Dion doing what he's doing and and Elko doing at Duke what he's doing, man, these guys are there's a lot of guys out there that are winning with less. And as I said before, Arkansas doesn't have the luxury to shelve their quarterback for three ball games. And they don't have the luxury to do it. Period. Much less do it and lose one of those ball games. So, yeah. Look, I, I, I think I, I think he's got real problems. I mean, I'm talking about back up against the wall. You start two and three. Now you're talking about you got to go. You got to go upset some teams, man. Mm-hmm. You got to go upset Alabama. You got to go. You're playing uphill in a major, major way in order to keep people happy around Fayetteville. And, and I think that'd be a tall task. What's your opinion on Sam Pittman getting off of Twitter? This has been a big storyline here for around a week and a half or two weeks. Look, I don't have a problem with it, with a, a man getting off Twitter. I that like it has been fun into this this uh, this mental health um, you know situation, which isn't necessarily on Sam Pittman. He just told a story and, and and what we do in the media. Everybody reports it, runs with it. Especially the more clicks it gets, the more we talk about it, and it's unfortunate. I, I just you know I, I would if I were in Sam Pittman, I would have I would have done everything I could to, to not connect the mental health aspect of, of life and of college football to me getting off Twitter. I don't have a problem with him getting off Twitter. I, I, don't, I mean, look, we're all human, man. There's been moments where I get on Twitter and somebody's banging on me and it, it affects my day. Um, you know, it affects my mood. I mean, it's, I can only imagine, you know, if, if, if um, you know, being a, a, a head coach. Now, you get paid $5 million a year, um, you should be able to handle that. Uh, but I when I look at Sam Pittman, Sam Pittman's not a guy that's putting out a bunch of content that we all just are dying for. Yeah, you're right. Sam Pittman, <laughs> he's not Musk. <laughs> right, we, we, we're, we're talking about this. We're talking about this like it's Deion Sanders. I mean, Deion Sanders has created an absolute business, recruiting business around Colorado and, and, and around himself. Sam Pittman hadn't done that. So him putting down Twitter is not impacting my school's ability to recruit. I know I know that's the, the approach. I think he said that in one of his press conferences. But, you know, that, that, that is a, a, a pin drop in, in Arkansas recruiting, if that at all. And so mm-hmm. um, if it were hurting recruiting or something, I, there'd be a different story. But I, I don't have a problem with a man hanging up, hanging up Twitter, hanging up social media. Look, if I was making $5 million a year uh, to coach or something, I'd be damned if I'd pick it up. I think he needs to win. If you look at this, you talk about this being a must game, and I, I hate to put the bar this high. I think you almost need to win two out of the next three. You know, and, and I think the the conversation changes if you know. And I'm a sunshine pumper here. If you beat A and M and Ole Miss, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, look, I, I think I think it's very possible. I mean, I was not impressed with Ole Miss against Alabama. I wasn't impressed with Jackson Dart last year when I when I saw him in person there uh, in Fayetteville. I, I I just I wasn't. I think they're a very beatable football team. Now a week ago, I wouldn't even shake my mouth to say that after what Arkansas looked like the first three weeks, but after what they look like in Death Valley in prime time uh, mm-hmm. and going toe to toe with that team, and, and it's to me, it's less about the score, guys, and more about I watched an Arkansas team offensively manhandle an LSU defense. Sully, you've been doing this a long time. I bet you count on one hand how many times an Arkansas offensive front manhandled an LSU defensive front. I mean, it just it just, it just doesn't happen very often. I know in Arkansas they beat, you know, beat back and those boys they were pretty good. It's happened from time to time. But that, you don't just walk in there. Like all the stories I heard about this offensive line, oh, they're not very good. The tackles yeah. stink. This guy, you know, this guy's here. This, everybody's hurt. And then you go in there and you play LSU the way that you played them, as physical as you played them. They dominated the line of scrimmage in critical moments of that football game. If you have the ability to do that once, damn it, you need to do it for four quarters, mm-hmm. especially if Sam Pittman is your is your head coach. And so, yeah, look, I, I, I think it's it's very possible that they beat – A&M's a very beatable team. Ole Miss is a very beatable team. Florida, Auburn, very beatable team. Hell, Alabama is a very beatable football team. Now, it's got to be the LSU – the LSU-Arkansas – it cannot be the BYU or anything that happened before BYU, Arkansas, or it's going to be a boat race. Clint, last year, Bobby Petrino took a Missouri State team and threw for 357 yards against the Razorback defense. Are you nervous about what he could do with Max Johnson and A&M's skilled people against that secondary this week? Very nervous. Very, very nervous. I, I think Arkansas is significantly better uh, at, at, the, at the corner position. I know it's hard for some people to, to even wrap their head around after after Daniels and and neighbors just ripped them a new one last last uh, last week. But I think they're I think they're better in secondary. I think they're I think they're they're as good if not better up front. Um, and, and at the end of the day, it's going to be it's going to be a, a I believe it's going to be a high scoring affair. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's we're no longer. Um, we're no longer gonna gonna be able to lean into the fact that Jimbo Fisher's offense is archaic and that that they're arguing when they head to the sideline after every damn drive. I mean, this is Bobby Petrino's gonna have his thing buttoned up. They're gonna be better this week than they've been than they've been all year long simply because it's a bunch of guys in a new system and they're getting better every week. Um, you know, I, I think you got a guy that that's gonna have to win from the pocket where the Connor Weck can get to beat you with his legs a bit. So that's a win, Arkansas. But yeah, look, I, I think I think it's going to be a higher scoring affair. But I like I like our secondary. Last year, we got ran through like mess through a goose, and, and we just weren't. <laughs> I, I know that the stats may say a little different, but let's be honest, we weren't out there like generating turnovers, like just I mean, a turnover machine by by the, the style of play. So I feel like we we got a chance to be better across the board, and we we got a better chance of actually forcing turnovers and forcing the. Uh, bad decisions by the quarterback, those kind of things. I think we're in a position to compete, no doubt. Excellent. Thanks for coming on, Quint. We'll talk to you Monday. Always good, man. Miss all you guys, and uh, good to hear y'all without Justin and Weston. <laughs> Thanks, <Wes. laughs> Y'all be good, fellas. Hey, uh, what a good dude. I heard a story from uh, new Conway coach, Buck James. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Sterner, and he said when he was at uh, Camden Fairview as head mm-hmm. coach, he said, you know, he's just getting his footing there. And Sterner came down, and he said it was a big deal that he came down mm-hmm. and helped him get off the ground. Nice. He said he didn't have to, hey, the drive to Camden isn't fun. That Sterner did not have to make that drive Very to work nice. with his kids. Yeah, uh, Clint can break down a game, too, yeah. man. He, know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I about. saw him teaching quarterbacks over at uh, War Memorial. It was like 1130 in the morning, and he was telling them to have a knee on the turf, and the turf was burning. I told those kids, get their knee off the turf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's he's. Uh, I love Clint Sterner. His passion is unmatched. Big and red, he, and he loves Arkansas too. Yes, sir. When we come back, we'll talk to John Neighbors, who's down in Dallas for the game. We're back here with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we're talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And I'll tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! I'm 
talking about Elias Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elias, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elias Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elias Mexican Grill in Moralton. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. Now the power to protect your M&B debit card is in your hands. With Secure Lock technology, you can lock or unlock your debit card for purchases. Select geographic locations where your card can be used. Set transaction spending limits, alerts, and more. If your card is lost or stolen, you can simply turn it off right on your mobile device. So enjoy your security and let M&B Secure Lock do the rest. Just download the free Secure Lock app. We've got you covered. You keep moving forward. At M&B, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. It's a great weekend to head to Oakline in Hot Springs. Well, every day at Oakline offers great entertainment from daily casino promotions in the 24-7 smoke-free casino to live entertainment every weekend and the newly opened Pops Lounge. The fun never stops at Oakline. Football season, of course, is back, and Oakland Sports is now accepting debit and credit cards through Play Plus. This makes it easier than ever to bet your favorite games on the Oakland Sports app. And come visit Oakland's newest family-friendly sports-themed experience, the Mainline Sports Bars, located in the Oakland Racing Grandstand, a great place to watch the games, bet on the games, and just hang out. And Headliner Entertainment is heating up at Oakland. Marcus King, October 27th. Blues Traveler, November 17th. Martina McBride, November 30th. Tom Segura, December 7th. It is Oakline. Tickets on sale, oakline.com. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oakline Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Coverage of the Southwest Classic from Arlington, Texas is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Red River Ford, Lion Legal Services, Bale Chevrolet, Blackman Auctions, Malvern National Bank, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Genesis of Conway, Parker Cadillac, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. John Neighbors is the man in Dallas. He's joining me. Steve Sullivan and Pigskin Preacher. What's up, John? What's going on, fellas? How's everything going back in Arkansas? It's going pretty well. Going pretty well. You may get pretty familiar with Steve Sullivan's day. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I'm... Yeah, when I uh, heard... I think I'm uh, earning my Friday time on this show <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when I heard that Steve Sullivan was going to be on, I'm like, oh, good. That's uh, glad that Acre could uh, swoop in and uh, steal one of my that, Friday guests, my that only was a, Friday guests. I was a backup consistent. to a backup. 
<laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're kind of the the walk on coming in uh, late in the game. Yeah, uh, the score's already out. Of yes, hand. and uh, hey, I appreciate John. John's a grinder. He gets to uh, as many Razorback sporting events as he possibly well, can. Well, John's the only guy basically connected with the station, this side of Basil, that will actually go out of town and go watch the Razorbacks in California yeah. or in New York or any. Everybody else is like tethered to Central Arkansas. So it may John, help a little bit when you don't have a kid. Well, yeah, oh, it probably yeah. does. We're yeah. not saying there well, are extenuating circumstances. Yeah, that you know of. That, yeah, that, know. That's right. Uh, he's making memories yeah, right I now. Know of. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 Well, no, it's been great uh, being down here because, well, again, we're at Boomer Jacks and we're going to be down here uh, for uh, not only uh, the zone, I'm going to be here for, for the long haul, but I'll have my show and then Randy will be down here later this afternoon. So uh, it's a great spot, though, really close to the stadium. So we appreciate them making it possible for us to, to come down here because, listen, it's it's always fun to come to Arlington, or at least to the Dallas area, and it's an easy drive for those in Little Rock. And also, there's a lot of Razorback fans that live in this area, but. Uh, this is always just talking to Baz. Just unfortunate that it seems like every single time that uh, we come down here, it, it always is uh, some that ends in sadness and anger and frustration. So Don't you think the, the law of averages dictates that they're going to find a way to win one of these games that they usually give away? We say that every year, and it yeah, keeps well, well, I know, but sooner, <laughs> but sooner or later, it's got to kick in, doesn't yeah. it? I don't know, or, if, or, or yeah. get, gets in your head every time you get close. You know, you, yeah, I, if I were a coach, I wouldn't even speak to the finishes. Am I the know? only one that feels better about playing LSU than you do playing A and M? Oh no, I feel better uh, playing A and M because I, I, I feel every year that we're the better team, especially with Jimbo well, yeah. Fisher. I've never felt like, but we never win. Yeah, but we, I don't think Max, here, Max Johnson is not as good as Daniels well, that you just. Yeah. Faced well, I'm not last talking week. about specifically this year, but yeah. in general. We play yeah. well against LSU, and then we yeah. drop an egg against a But LSU at night really kind of I, – I was fearing LSU. Uh, you know what I – Well, yeah, we all thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. When they finally woke up, their offense looked yeah. incredible. Yeah. I always feel like there's going to be some sort of walk-off way of how this game's going to end in some unique way. Maybe, like, it'll be a safety in overtime. You know, yeah. something, you know something dumb like <laughs> what that. What about that a Satania kick return? You know, and that'd, that'd be a fitting way to end that this game. That would be nice. Yeah. Do, do the coaches know yeah. that they could put Satania on the field and actually throw a pass to him? Has anybody Run a reverse? Like a, yeah, I mean, the, the most They've turned him into Malik guy. Wordsby. It's like, a, we got to find a way to get yeah. him the ball. Get him the ball, man. <laughs> Kids are game Hammonds, Well, the coaches may not get excited, but the fans will get it excited. Hammonds. They see it's him on the field. 2.0. <laughs> You're right. So, that's yeah, crazy. Uh, all right, John. We'll let you go, and uh, you'll be on the show the last hour with us. So. Go, t- go take a nap, John, so you'll be rested for that last hour. <laughs> I'll do it, guys. Appreciate it. See ya. Right. On the other side, we'll have Tom Murphy join us. Stay tuned. You're in the zone. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern.